Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What you need to know being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Listen, 90 minutes from wherever you are. Clinton Yates is in the house. What up? How are we doing? We're doing great. He's in for Shidano. Shidano. And it is time right now for Double H herself, Lindsay Baseball, and what we need to know. I'm out of breath. Sorry. Yeah, she was just sprinting down the hall. What happened? I ran to get a sweatshirt. Oh. And there they had a bunch of them back there, and I couldn't figure out which drawer they're in. Canceled the dog date. Yep. Wait, you you (laughs) took a sweatshirt from the promotions department? I was told I could. Oh, is there like a plentiful amount of like You'll have to talk to them about that, Cappy. I mean, it looks pretty good. I want to get one of them. You know what? You can have this one after uh, I warm up a little. Okay, you want me to you want to filibuster while you catch your breath? (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm good. Filibuster. Okay, so what you need to know is that the average price of a gallon of self-serve regular gas in L.A. has decreased for the 54th consecutive day since rising to a record back in uh, March 7th. So it's dropped 1.4 cents down to 5.49. That's the average price for a gallon of gasoline right now in LA. Oh, taking a breath again. Five dollars and forty-nine cents. This doesn't impact you, does it, Clint? Not Hayes? bigly. No, no, not really. No, well, because you don't have a no, car. No, not really. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't. No. Well, but I mean, lo- it, that sounds good. It was down from whatever eight bucks or whatever yeah. it was two months ago. It was so. crazy. And and I saw somebody the other day posted like uh, it was like four ninety-nine, and they were like. It's so good to see a four in the in the first number. Yeah, I I I was driving to Mammoth on Wednesday morning of last week. I okay. woke up. I woke up uh, Wednesday morning right here in downtown LA. I stayed across the street. I had a meeting at a restaurant in Beverly Hills. Nate and Al's, shout out to you guys. Great blintzes. love them. Haven't been there in a long time. Okay, and uh, and then I, I was schlepping up to to Mammoth. How how far is that trip? Probably you could you could probably look on a map lens, but I'd say it's probably three hundred miles from LA. Okay, so yeah. it's I mean you're in, you're in a whole other place. I'm I'm going five hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna do this in five hours. And of course, we stopped at the most expensive gas station of any of them <laughs> in California. Right. Didn't you use a Gas Buddy app? It always helps when you're traveling. No, I don't know anything about I'm a Gas Buddy. App. There's an app called Gas Buddy, and it tells you like nearby gas stations and what the prices. Red are. Red flag. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that just saying helpful. for those people who want to save money. If you're like traveling and you're like, oh man, I'm right by the airport. Gas is like 50 cents higher over here than it is everywhere else because this is where people go to fill up their rental cars. Then you'd be like, oh, if I just go another mile that way, then I can save. You know a what? Lot. That actually might be a red flag for me. But yeah, that's just me. Well, somebody who's like. Penny pinching like that? On on I mean gas I get it it adds up but like I hate penny pinchers like when yeah. they're like food or anything like I'm like but what to, the to, to Lindsay's point though I do think Laura the reason it makes sense here is because if you're going a long way when you're filling up it definitely matters. See my problem is is that when I put gas in my car I put regular unleaded in my car. But when I drive Rachel's car, she uses the Super 91, right? Right. So I always see the gas station. I'm like, ooh, 559. Pretty good. Then I realize I'm driving her car, (laughs) and now it's 639. Right. For what what it's worth, I am not someone who cares about gas prices because I truly believe if you need gas when you need it, then you get the gas when you need it. And what's the point of complaining about the price? Because it is what it is. You need the gas. Yeah. I I, I, I complain. I do. I kvetch a lot. 
We well, stopped at the most expensive gas station, I swear to God. Between so how here, much did you pay? It was like $125 to fill her tank. Hmm. Wow. I don't even. I usually don't like fill up all the way. I get like you know. I'm just be like, here's thirty bucks well, or here's the point forty of bucks. Cheaper gas if you're not filling up. All I, that's the why way. I said I just said I don't get the cheaper oh, gas. Okay, I just bad. go like I get gas all the time right out here, which is probably the worst place to get hey, it. Yeah, but that's true. You know, if I need it, then that's when I need it, and I just say here's forty bucks. Here's the I'll get whatever I, gas with forty bucks. So gas gas issues aside, mm-hmm. the trip to Mammoth. It goes swimmingly. How did how did how did oh. the trek up there? Oh, dude! By the way, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. I have to say that. Um, so, just so you know, this is amazing. Today, I I wanted I I drove up there on Wednesday. Great weekend. They have this big blues and beer festival. Lots of L.A. and Orange County and San Diego County based breweries. Okay, and, and a lot of Mammoth breweries as well. I mean, anybody you know, Sierra Nevada type places. Sure. Um, so uh, I'm not really like the monster beer drinker. I'm a pretty like light beer drinking kind of person. You were there for vibes. I was there for the blues festival. And I was really there because I was just being told that that's what we were doing. So that's what we were doing. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you, Clinton, um, I don't bring as much to the table as the girlfriend. You know, you're, you're on these dating apps now. I'm involved in this relationship three years. Trust me when I tell you, she brings a lot more to the table than I do. She got this beautiful place in Mammoth. She bought this brand new car not long ago. She's a successful woman. She bought this brand new car recently. And I was like, why did you buy this car? For me to drive you around in it? Which, pretty good. Not a bad idea. <laughs> I drove this morning from Mammoth. I left at 9 a.m. I pulled in here at L.A. Live at about 1.45 this afternoon. I drove the entire way without stopping. I, had, I filled the car with gas. I complained about the gas prices. <laughs> I used the 91 because if I didn't, she might notice the difference in some way. <laughs> and I drove the whole way by myself. And you know how I was able to do this? How's that? A- by not drinking a lot of fluids, I I refused to stop. I was not stopping. Right. And B, I woke up very early this morning to make myself my very own personal picnic. I picnicked by myself in the car. In the car <laughs> the entire way. So you were just snacking away. Every thirty minutes I ate a sandwich. A whole sandwich. Well, I made these cute little sandwiches. You would have loved them. I took little Hawaiian rolls, right? right. I sliced them in half. I'm not really a mayo user, but we had some mayo. I used a mayo-mustard combo. All right. Then I put pickles on the mayo-mustard. I wanted the pickle juice and the mayo-mustard to work together. Swiss cheese, smoked ham. Sorry, Rabbi. I apologize for that. And a little bit of turkey on top in these little tiny Hawaiian rolls, six of them. That's a good clip. So every, like, 30 minutes or so, I ate one of these little sandwiches. You pop in a little sando. Yeah. Then That's, that's a nice move. I, I, I also woke up this morning, and I chopped up a watermelon, and I put it in plastic bags. And then I just was chomping on this watermelon. <laughs> Lindsay, could you hear me eating Listen this watermelon? This, while we were, while we were ASMR. Yeah, that's a full meal prep. Oh, oh, yeah, Clinton, good job. Clinton, you know, my yeah. sister recently did the same thing when we went out on a boat trip for the day. Same thing with the Hawaiian rolls. Like, you take the whole thing of them the and slice stack. it in half. Yeah. 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 Good call. I was so proud of myself today. <laughs> Like, look what I did. I didn't have to stop at Taco Bell. I didn't have to stop at some fast food place. I got food the entire and I never stopped. In fact, at one point, the car actually said to me, hey, it's time for a break. I'm not joking. Like, No, car- yeah, that's what cars do yeah, now. It popped up on the screen, time for a break, or press OK if you don't need one. I pressed OK. I don't need one. Five hours, no stopping, lots of picnicking, all by myself. Loved it. Scott is very proud of himself. Very. For those of you who can't very see, proud. when he came in and first told this story, Laura looked at him and said, you did this by yourself? You didn't hire- I did. A driver? A driver? And he was like, nope, like a big boy. Yeah. You know I drove it was really funny. by myself. That's an accomplishment. Dude, yes. I can't, 
I can't drive more than a couple hours at a time without changing something out. I just, I get too bored. I, I borderline fall asleep. You know what I mean? It's not an easy task to drive for five hours by yourself. The only time I could do it is if I got up and did it immediately. So good job out of you to get here. I will tell you, she bought this car uh, about, I don't know, four or five months ago. The car only has like 7,000 miles on it. And I've driven it for, you know, a couple months now. Like any time I have to drive her around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? This car is a big waste of money. Like oh, a big, no. giant waste of money. But I drove it today for five straight hours. Not a, not a waste of money anymore. Dude, what a car. <laughs> <laughs> when you got it open on the freeway, right. dude, and there's nobody around, you're in the middle of the desert, you're doing 100 miles an hour by yourself. That's a damn good car. This is part of the reason why I haven't purchased a car yet while I'm here. I don't know what kind of car I want because I don't know what kind of stuff I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? I got so much more options and so much more time. You know, I don't need a car for dog dates, but you know what I'm saying? Like, depending on where I want to go, I might want to have a bigger truck or something like that. So we're still in the market. We're thinking about it. What kind, Tell me off air what kind of car I'm happy actually, to tell you what kind of car what it is. What kind of I car mean, is it? it does, it's going to sound bougie, which it is bougie. But remember, she works her ass off sure. when she bought this car. And no I'm judgment. Proud of, I'm proud of her. Uh, she bought a Range Rover. Okay. Right? And, dude, I look at this thing, and I'm like, I know it's really good looking, but I would right. never buy this such is not a car. For you, like, yeah. I would never buy a status symbol like that. And right. She didn't really buy it as a status symbol. She just was like, you know what? I worked my ass off for it. I'm buying it. And Very it was, cool. And it was a little bit of a win. I think Range Rover might be a little bit out of my yeah, range. Yeah, it's way out of my range, too. I don't need that, yeah. but it's way that's, out of that's my good range. to know. But yeah, wait, does, does her license plate say sexy classy? It does not. Oh. It doesn't. It should, but it doesn't. Let me tell you, this car is hard to use, too, by the way. Like, for something that's so expensive, you'd be like, make it really super intuitive. I don't find it to be at all. You couldn't deal with the onboard computers? No, it's hard, man. Was I'm talking back you. to you? I just, like, I was trying to, I was plugging in my phone. I was listening to the to the 710 app. I was listening to, you know, Sliwa this morning tell this crazy story about how he went to Seattle over the weekend because for his- For a baby shower for or his, something? Yeah, for Did his, I hear that? His girlfriend's friend- had a baby shower, and she dragged Sliwa. And Sliwa was telling the story about having to escape to go watch the Padres Dodgers over the weekend. I saw that. Same deal for me. Ah, Same deal. I was at this blues festival up at Mammoth, which is amazing. Like, you're at a music festival in the middle of the woods, but I wanted to watch the Padres and the Dodgers. (laughs) So I was streaming the game while listening to the bands. Nice. I mean, that's just how the world works these days. That's how I stay sane. You know, if I go out, that's how I watch games these days. All on your phone. not, Not a whole lot of sitting in front of the TV at night anymore. Just, or, I mean, sometimes I'll be on my phone, but sometimes I'll, uh, you know, if it's not on TV where I'm at, phone's coming out, bro. Deal with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to watch these games. It's, it's fun. But let me ask you this, though. So would you recommend this trip for anybody else, the Mammoth trip? Um, for the Blues Festival? Sure. Like, what, what, you know, letter grade on the festival. I would say my letter grade on the festival is about a B. Okay. Because, First of all, you're in the middle of the woods. I mean, Clinton, I'm not joking. You are. There's a big-ass stage in the middle of the woods. Okay. And it's super cool. Um, and then there's another stage, you know, set up in the back, and there's, you know, there's bar access and stuff, and there's this huge, huge beer fest. So it was really good. I would say um, the one thing I would do if I were the promoters, I'd find, like, one really, really big name, like, in the world of blues. Like, because the names, you may know them, but if you'd have to really know the music to know them. I mean, Trombone Shorty played last night. I don't know who that is. And, dude, he... Tore the place Trouble to shreds. Rocks. Oh my God, he was unbelievable. He should have played Saturday night mm. when people are really going crazy, and they should have toned it down a little bit on Sunday. <laughs> but this is me, <laughs> no, like yeah. the, the critic of music festivals. Sure, you know? I get it, but that's a long weekend, bro. Like I said, the other thing about this today, the reason why I'm proud of you, bro, your boy is tired. Running around Vegas for two days by myself with my homies or not, I'm exhausted on a lot of levels. So I'm, I'm, I can't believe you even made it through all that and then made it to get in the car. Never mind, eat a bunch of Senvichos on the way down here. It was great. <laughs> they were good. They yeah. were really good. All right, so um, 
let, let me just tell you that I was, I'm listening to Travis and Slew on the way down mm-hmm. when all of these stories are starting to come out about how now Kevin Durant is saying, here's the deal. Um, I'm meeting with the owner of the team, and, and what I've told them is this now. If you want me, then I can't have your coach-general-manager combination. So I'm hearing this, and I'm thinking to myself, do I really want to put up with a guy who every time we do something to try and make him happy, he comes back and tells us what else to do to try and make him happy? There's nothing we can do to make Kevin Durant happy. And that's only one guy on the team, too, by the way. The other guy on the team, Kyrie Irving, they've done the same thing as well. Here's my issue with Kevin Durant right now. It's not even about him, and it's not even about the team. It's about the fact that the Nets have too much going on in public in general. I don't actually have that much of a problem with what's all happened and been communicated, but I don't need to know this stuff. These are the kinds of things that good teams with good communities, if you will, they keep in-house. You know what I'm saying? Squabbles between players and management are everyday tasks in professional sports. Why do I know 10,000 things about what everybody on the Nets thinks? You kind of feel like, can y'all not just get into a room and have a conversation without everybody coming out telling everybody else what happened? There's a certain level of larger professionalism here, not just from Kevin Durant, but from the Nets as well, that I feel like it's necessary. That's just not been there. And I can understand why in this particular race, if Kevin's like, I don't like the way this is going. Now, do I think that that's necessarily something that he should be saying? I don't know. But I, I understand it because look at what's happened this past week. They've been one circus after another. And they ain't doing nothing in the playoffs. That didn't happen. You know what I mean? So, overall, I just I just feel like this has gotten messy enough that it's beyond what I would call basic intrigue. It's just kind of like, could you guys please get it together already? We're in the middle of August, and you have no idea what's going on with your best player on your team. I know. I feel like um, I, I was trying to trying – to, because I was driving through the desert when I was listening to this conversation. All right, roughing it. And I was trying – I was thinking to myself, can I come up with another way of thinking about this? Because like, my initial thought is I, – I actually said to myself, you sound like the old white guy. Like – these players, I can't believe these guys. Where's their commitment? How dare they threaten to right. fire the coach? It's me or the coach. And who the hell does he think he is? And I was trying to think to myself, can I come up with like another way of thinking about this? Like, hey, you're Kevin Durant. You've made lifetime generational money. Mm-hmm. You want to win a championship. And frankly, in your world, you're the CEO of your world. And now you're dealing with this guy, Joseph Sy, the owner of the team, who he's the CEO of a monster company in his world, and he thinks he's the boss. But... Durant is his own boss, and he does have the ability to kind of push the pieces around yeah. the table the way he wants. So, like, on one hand, I'm thinking to myself, do I want this guy constantly telling me what to do? I listened to him. I hired Steve Nash. He had no experience at all. That's who you wanted. I don't get it. I mean, I think that, rather, I'll say it this way. I'd be curious to know what he actually said versus a generalized description of what he asked for. Do you see what I'm saying? It's one thing to report or for me to hear or read Kevin Durant demands trade from owner Josiah. It's another thing to read the play-by-play. If he, if he came in and said, you know what, man, this is out of pocket. And my bad for Steve Nash, but we got outcoached. Something's got to change. I can live with that. But not knowing the details of what was discussed and hearing only the basic breakdown of it's him or me, that makes everybody look bad. Not just Kevin Durant and not just the Nets and certainly not just Steve Nash. CY is in for Shidano. 
Just wanted to say that. Just wanted to say that. And I want to hear about your cousin, because you haven't told me enough yet. Your cousin playing in Bruno Mars's band. I want to hear about this. Coming right back. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Have you ever been to Bruno Mars? I've never seen Bruno Mars live. It's the best show I've ever seen in my life. Not close. But now, finding out that Clinton Yates is in, by the way, not DeMarco. Clinton Yates is in. So... I had no idea. You didn't. I, I only have heard about this like right before we came on air. Today. Some people at the station know this. I've told quite a few people. He used to live in L.A. He doesn't live in L.A. anymore. So this is your cousin. My cousin, yeah. Who is the sax He's a musician. And- He's a member of the Hooligans, as they are known. Really? Yes. And how it- long has he been with Bruno Mars? The first time I, I mean, it's long enough that I've forgotten how long. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this is not new. Uh, and I remember the first time I went to see him, I was like, well, he was like, well, you want to come to the show? I was back in D.C. And I was like, sure. And I was, what am I going to expect? He's like, I-, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's our show. I got there and I was like, I, I was dancing. And like, I am not a dance at the concert kind of guy. What are you I'll get a guy? head nod in. If oh. I know the song, I'll get up and sing. But like, this was like, no, no, no. Get out of my way. I have moves to execute <laughs> because I am excited by the music. And so... This time, I took my friend with me, a buddy of mine who was out there for NABJ as well. Because, not the consigliere? Not the consigliere. He's not there. He was not there. He's back home. He came back recently, for those of you wondering where Julian is. Yeah, I was wondering. I, <laughs> and so me and my buddy went, and he's like, so, and I didn't really tell him what the deal was. He knew my, and so we're standing, we get these wristbands, and we're standing like to the left of the stage. And it's a tough view because the way that stage is set up, it's not a wide open stage. Normally, when you're side to side with the stage, it's cool because you can see both the crowd yeah. and the band. In this particular case, it was tough. And so we're standing there for a while. They play the first song. Mind you, phone's in pockets. The joint is packed. Uh, Where is he playing? Where, does he have a residence? MGM. Oh, yes. Okay. MGM in Vegas. Uh-huh. And by the way, yeah, I mean, ladies love Silk Sonic. I mean, they were... 
there were more women at that show than I'd seen at any other show for a long time. It was great. Great environment. Having a blast. I only mention that because sometimes when you get too many hard rocks at a show, the vibe is not right. This was the perfect vibe. Okay. An evening with Silk Sonic. So we're standing to the left of the stage, and we get a guy. A guy comes over who I recognize his face, but I realize I know him because he worked with the band. He's like, Clinton, we've got some seats for you up front. Lovely. I'm with my boy. And the funny thing is, too, we had some seats up front in front of some other humans that I know that might be more famous on television but are not related by blood. And I just sort of walk by like, oh, hey, guys. Come on. Who? What are we doing? Who'd you say? Nobody who anybody cares about. I'll tell you later. But anyway. <laughs> and so we get this seat. And then the best thing <laughs> happens, Scott, that this is the only real fun perk I like about it other than seeing my cousin play, which is always great because he's really happy, is when you get that tap right before the last song, before right. the encore, backstage? where it says, yes, come on. You guys, would you guys like to come backstage? And yeah. everyone's like, oh. And my, I didn't tell my boy this is going to happen. He was like, where are we going? I was like, we're going backstage. So we get backstage, and Bruno had left, but Anderson Pac was still there. So we partied with him and the band and some of those guys I've known for a while. So it was really cool, man. Like, I didn't really care that much about the conference, if I'm being honest. I wanted to see all my friends, <laughs> but I wanted to see my friends so I could do stuff like that with them in Vegas. So your cousin, though, is this yes. like a first cousin? Is it a close he cousin? Is his grandmother is my dad's sister his grandmother is your dad's is my aunt okay got it yeah got it so but we're the same age oh really yeah because my my dad my dad my dad is one of 10 siblings oh wow so like there's a big age range gap in between there so me and him are basically the same age we've known each other our whole lives yeah he's a cool dude wow yeah i love the sax player Uh, first of all i love a horn section and they've got a good horns arrangement. You know what I mean? Silk Sonic, for those of you familiar with their music, a lot of horns. You know what I mean? So he got a little shine. It's great to see him play, man. And I hadn't seen him in a long time because he left uh, Los Angeles, but it was All really right, fun. I'm going to ask a question. Sure. I'm going to maybe sound a little dumb, okay? but I know there's somebody out there who's listening right now who's just as dumb as me. What's so, that? So Silk Sonic. Yeah. Like I'm saying Bruno Mars. Is there another name? Silk Sonic is Anderson Pack plus Bruno Mars, but Bruno Mars' band is... And part of Anderson Pack's brand play as Silk Sonic together. Okay. I'm so they tour solo, as in Mars and the Hooligans, but in this particular case, they're all there. Okay. Another one. Sorry. Sorry. Anderson Pack? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's. <laughs> yeah. I, no, he's not somebody I would expect you to know, but if you heard a couple songs of his, you'd be like, oh, I've heard that song. You know what I mean? So a- anyway, the point is. Very cool guy, and he stayed like in costume and character the entire time everybody was there backstage. He had some crazy wig on that made him look like Lawrence Fishburne in that Tina Turner movie with the glasses and everything. It was like a whole bit. It was hilarious. Was he was he the, like on the Grammys with? Yeah, and he was. Is he a drummer? No, but he does drum. Okay, yeah. So he's yeah. That's part of the deal. All right, too. All he's right. a cool musician. Yeah. Okay, wow. All right. So you, go backstage. Where's Bruno? Like, Bruno, that'd be me. Like, be, that'd be me. I'd be like, yo, where's Bruno The couple Bruno of times I've been backstage, I've never seen Bruno. But I've seen Bruno, like, elsewhere away from the venue. You know what I'm saying? Like, one time they came to town, and we were watching a basketball. We were watching some basketball game. They rented out a, you know, a bar, wherever. And, like, there. But so I've never seen him at the venue after one of So what's going on shows. backstage? So the, the concert ends. You and your buddy go backstage. It was pretty. It, was, it wasn't as crazy party as you might think. But. At the same time, there were a lot of people and there was a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? Because these shows, man, you know what I mean? Like people get back there and they want to meet everybody and people start drinking and it's crazy. I wasn't going that hard because I knew I still had stuff to do the next day. Like I wanted to get to a baseball game and there was still another party later that night. But yeah, I got to, uh, let's just say, put one in the air 
with uh, some of the fun members of the band. Wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, it was fun. I it would want to put one in the air, too. <laughs> you know a, I would. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a good time. And most importantly, just like I was telling Laura earlier, half of what I do now in life, Scott, is I either go on wacky missions that my friends suggest or I take my friends on wacky missions that I will be doing as well. So for my man Dan, he was like, bro. That was awesome. Yeah. Worth the trip to Vegas. So I was happy for him. Dan is telling that story somewhere. Dude, I was with Clinton Yates, and we went backstage at Bruno Mars because Clinton's cousin is the saxophone player. And, dude, it was badass. What's the point of doing it if you can't share it with your your homies, man? Oh, dude, that's uh, really cool. It was a good time. So I was glad glad we got out there, and I was glad to see my cousin as well. I'm such a sucker for the saxophone player in any band. I love a horn section. I was up at this blues festival this weekend up in Mammoth. Trombone Shorty, you know, plays and, and they Had you got, ever seen him before? Oh, yeah, I've seen him okay. a couple of times. Yeah. And, dude, the way he plays the trombone, and I know that not everybody knows who I'm talking about, but this guy plays trombone and trumpet and is the lead singer. He's a genius. He's unbelievable. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, And then he's got these, these, these other saxophone players on stage. They're killing it. I mean, I just, I love live music. And I love a great horn section in a band. You I'm know? totally spoiled because I don't really love live music. But you know who I love? Bruno Mars. And I love my cousin. So that's the tea. Like, when I'm in town and they're in town, I go see the show every single time. That's how that works. Yeah, that's funny you say that you don't love live music. I love, love, love being at live music shows. Good. And the other night, this was uh, Saturday night, there's this musician. I actually had not heard of him, but he was the headliner Saturday night. His name was Alan Stone. Guy was great. He was a really, really great vocalist. But he said, he goes, the greatest comeback in the history of the world, live music. And I know, yeah, I you know, guess that's a true. Bit of an exaggeration, but the point was, and a lot of these musicians talk about it all the time. Dude, for two years, we had nothing to do. Very weird, man. And I remember how much that affected my cousin, too. He was like, bro, he's like, when we get back to really fully doing this, he was like, because, you know, he's on the road for a long time. He's like, I think I'm going to like it more than I did beforehand, even though he loved it because it's his life's work. Yeah, amazing. Man, that's really cool. Yeah, it was fun, bro. It was fun. Sounds like everybody had a good weekend here. Yeah. Anybody else do anything? I mean, this is like show and tell today. Anybody else do anything good? I mean, Clinton's got us with Vegas. <laughs> I'm at a blues festival in Mammoth, which I needed a couple days off, which was really fun. Laura's out here pressing the flesh with all her fans at Disneyland. Oh, no, no, no. yes. Let's, uh, that no, is the truth. No, no. First of all, I got stuck on a few rides, so that was that was different. What rides? So then Credit Coaster got stuck for about 15, 20 minutes. Luckily, we weren't upside down, but which, we were which like- coaster? Incredicoaster. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. Uh, and we were like, direct sun was hitting us. We were like, oh my God, it's uh, hot. Stuck on a roller coaster. Never never have had that happen. Nightmare. You don't want that it. Is like, like, that is a that is like nightmare a, that for is, your boy. Yeah. You do not want. So it wasn't the only one. Unfortunately, Disney was having a lot of those issues um, on Sunday. Or Saturday. Where did we go? Saturday. Sorry, Saturday. Well, you got stuck on another ride? I got stuck on the Web Slinger, which, uh, same park. The new spider, Spidey one. That one wasn't too bad because you're inside, so no sun, you have AC, so that was okay. Nice. Then uh, It's a Small World, and I know some people got-, got stuck on a small world? It's a small world. That one breaks down a lot. I was going to yeah. say, isn't that like one of the ones that break down yeah. the most because yeah. it's so yeah. popular? Really? Yeah. So that one, I saw like somebody got stuck at the one in Florida for over an hour. Mm-hmm. I saw a TikTok of that. We were stuck there for like 10 minutes, maybe. And then- um, that was another one I don't remember. Oh, getting stuck on a roller yeah, coaster. Hold on. Yeah. Get to the good part, which is you walking around, <laughs> Miss Popular, no. taking pictures with all the public. No. Okay. So what happened was- What happened? We, we were waiting. <laughs> I met Christian siblings for the first time this That's weekend, her boo. Right? Yeah. So it was his brother's birthday, and we took him to Disney, whatever, whatever. And we're waiting for his sister, and this guy comes, and he was like, hey, Laura. And it was like a you know group of us or whatever. 
And I was like, hey. He's like, hey, I'm a listener. I love the show. Blah, blah, blah. I'm on your IG lives on Wednesday. He's like, I saw Christian's hair, so I knew that was you. <laughs> he's like. Look and, at that. The brand I'm, is strong. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I went onto your IG, and I saw that you were here. Did he he's, happen to say that he thinks Christian smells delicious? <laughs> no, but someone else did. Oh, really? Yes. See? And, uh, I'm not alone. <laughs> and Great then callback. He goes, he goes, can I take a picture? Whatever. So then his brother turns around and goes, how much did you pay that guy to come and do that? <laughs> And I was like, oh, you know, like 20 bucks. And then it was like a joke, right? Right. Double so H is in the bag. What, what, what do you think that she did that? You think she paid somebody to come up and say hello to her? No, I didn't say that. She said Christian's brother said that. Right. How yeah. old is his brother? 27. Oh, that's funny. I, I think it's, it's, it's funny, you know? So then, He's um, having fun. So then, like, you know, throughout the park, a few it, it happened a few times and stuff. And then the last one I was telling Cap that, you know, the fireworks show's happening and we were by the... Um, Star Wars land mm-hmm. and I was like I laughed at something and I said something and this guy like just rushes back turns around and goes Laura and I was like <laughs> hi he's like hi my name is Ruben he's like I love the show I love you guys you know I heard your voice and I knew it was you and I was like oh man thanks so much blah blah you know whatever we take a picture and then his brother's like all right this happened a few times. You can't be paying everybody. He said, like, what the F do you do? Nobody told the brother, like, hey, Laura's no. like a big radio star. He I'm not a that. radio star, but I don't go around telling people, like, yo, I work at ESPN. Fair enough. That's not what I do. You can, you can let people learn the hard way. You know, so I thought it was funny. He was like, but it was so funny. He was like, what the F do you right. do? After a certain point, the bit is over. This <laughs> he's is like, you can't how be the paying. day has gone. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you can't be paying everybody. And I was like, bro, no, like, I don't. But it was That's funny. funny. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you should have just told him about the incredible, like, total town takeover by 710. That's what's happened here. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, definitely. Not you guys, us guys. We got if I'm in town for this Union Station function, I'll be there. Oh, dude, not only do you have to be there for the Union Station function, which is on Wednesday the 24th, you've got to be there on the 26th at Hollywood Park Casino for our fantasy football draft. And as the show goes on today, we will give away a table at our fantasy football draft, so stay tuned for that. Nice. You've got to come to that as well. I've got to be here. There's an outside chance I'm in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Oh, right. So there's that. Little League World Series. Little League World Series. All right. And funny enough, I'm watching my old Little League play on TV right now. One of my old coaches is on the TV. Come screen. on. You're this kidding me. This is very weird. This Ricky, is Maryland against- Ricky Davenport, who's coaching Northwest Little League, the league I played in no way. when I was the only black kid on our all-star team. I'm rooting for these guys. Anyway. I'm, I'm trying to see it, but I can't believe it. I'm, I'm getting like to the point where I, I, I may actually need spectacles at some point here. Spectacles. Do I see Maryland versus if, – if this were an eye test and they asked me what the other team was, I'd be like, I see – I think I see D.C. on the back. Oh, yep, Maryland versus Washington, D.C. That's exactly. Against oh, my God. Yeah. I can't see anything. Big game. Boy, look out on the roads, man. I don't – listen, I got to get dry. I got to get something going on with these eyes for real. All right, listen, stick around. Radio Tinder is next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited to be doing Radio Tinder. Are you guys super excited, too? I'm excited. I'm super excited that you're excited. Great. Uh, Great to hear. Got my long leash out for this one. (laughs) Your long leash. That's right. Yes. You know, some guys have longer leashes than others as we went over because you have a dog date tonight. That's funny. (laughs) Okay. Well, with NFL training camp upon us, we always hear stories about some players either bulking up, blowing up, or slimming down. You know, in regards to their weight. Mm -hmm. And this year, that list includes Texans tight end Farrell Brown, who said that his performance last season just wasn't his best, so he decided he needed to make a change. So this offseason, he cut nearly 20 pounds and went from 280 to 261, mainly by cutting out barbecue sauce, of all things. He said, quote, I'd eat super healthy, but then I'd bathe all my meat with sweet baby rays. So it was like all the sugar and high fructose corn syrup that you don't really think about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's obviously a ton of sugar and barbecue sauce. So I'm wondering if you guys could get to your ideal goal weight. I know, Cap, at least for you, that this is a a topic, a struggle for you. It's coming September 6th. So, Cap. Yeah. Maybe for you more so than Clinton, but if you could get to your ideal goal weight, but you had to completely cut out your favorite food, would you still do it? Swipe left or swipe right? I'm going to swipe right. I'm going to do it. You are. You promise. You really are. You're going to do it. Clinton, starting on September 6th, I'm I'm going on a complete life-changing mission. What are you... I've heard some talk of this. Yeah. Is it... it, (laughs) Big air quotes from Laura, by the way. Laura does not believe (laughs) it. What are you exactly going to be doing? I'm going to, A, uh, detox my body, no alcohol for one month. That's hard. I'm going to... I know, and it's going to be really hard because I got travel things happening. Yeah. yeah, Football games and whatever. So I'm going to have no alcohol for a month. I'm going to cut out all cannabis-related products for one month. Sure. And then I'm going to, in a clear frame of mind, determine what I should and should not eat. Like the six little Hawaiian roll ham, cheese, mayo, pickle sandwiches that I ate on the way down from Mammoth today. Sandwichito. Those are out. Those are out? Those are gone. Eh, okay. Those so you're out. going for like a mindset reset as much as you are going for like particular weight loss. Because I, I feel like maybe weight loss isn't what happens, but if you just feel better every day, that's a win. I need to lose weight. Okay. I, I can't take my belly being over my jeans anymore. Sure. Like, like I can, The other day I had a, a, a sweatshirt I was wearing and I had my hands in the front pocket of my sweatshirt and I found myself holding my belly. And I'm like, this is not, this is bad. That's a, that's this not is a good look really for bad. Right. Okay. You know? So you need to, you need to make some changes. I need a reset. Basically. I do. Okay. That's fair. So I I'm mean, going to. But what happens at the end of the month when you, like, let's say you lose some weight, uh-huh. you lose 10 pounds, whatever. Right. Yeah. At the end of the month, are you just going to go back to all the old habits? Yeah. I'm probably going to have a cheeseburger, get high and get drunk. I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do. <laughs> so no. what are you losing weight for then? Well, I think, well, this is what I'm getting at, Lindsay. I think the point there is that if you change the habits... The weight is just a byproduct. Right. The idea is that you feel better, you look better, you probably treat your family nicer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm These worried, kinds though, of things. But I, but I am worried about, like, the first, like, two to three weeks. Like, you know, what if my attitude changes a little bit? Oh, yeah. You know? Like, it will. What if, what it's not I'm, easy. What do yeah. they call that when, like, addicts no longer have what they want? And they, it starts with an R? Oh. Not relapse, but you're... 
fiending for something. Anyway, I, I don't know. What maybe that you is. have that for barbecue sauce, where it's like you just you're just scratching your claws in bed. And like, you say it was that sweet baby raise, right? Sweet baby yep. raise. Yeah, it's yeah. good. That's good barbecue sauce. I'll but, tell you that right now. But if you're only doing it for a month, like what's your? I mean, are you going to plan? I, I know you've said. You're only doing it for a month. Well, no, but I, what I'm hoping for is I'm hoping that I feel so different that I feel better that I'm like, you know what? I've just cut this stuff all out. Okay. I, need, I don't Good. need to go back to it. Good. Because yeah, usually exactly. it, it takes about a month to get to that point. You guys want to know something? I don't mean to bring anybody down, but true story. I just ran into a guy about two weeks ago. I, I didn't really know the guy at all. Um, and then this past weekend, somebody sent me a message like, hey, you know this guy? I'm like, uh, like a little tiny bit. They're like, he died this weekend. I'm like, what? 51 years old. Like, what happened? He went to swim from Alcatraz to San Francisco and had a heart attack in the water and freaking died. And I was Rough like, way and, to go. And I was like, bro, I got to just clean up my life and yeah. get super no, healthy. That, that'll scare you a yeah. little bit when people are just, I mean, listen, swimming from the rock to Thank San you. Fran is yeah. a dicey proposition. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. what your level of health yep. is, right. but that will scare you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it'll freak you out for sure. All right, Linz, what else we got? Well, here? real quick, Clinton, would you uh, give up your favorite food to lose a couple LBs if you no, need to? No, but I'm going to do something similar. I need to gain some more weight because I want to be stronger at this point than I am. I used to be a reasonably strong person. I've lost a lot of like actual physical strength. I was trying to move something around my house the other day, and I was like, what? I, it was like a chair, and I was like, dang. This thing is heavy, and it's not that big of a chair. I was like, bro, I got to get back in the gym. This ain't going to work. You know what you I can't even do? move stuff around my crib. What are we doing? I'm a grown man. From now until September 6th, you should eat with me. Oh, okay. That's not a bad idea. And then we on September 6th, we'll go back. We to can a- do a reverse plan. Yes. Listen, if September 6th is when I've got to start my, like, clean it up and bulk up, yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I'd like that. That's after first. That's after mm, week one is yeah. the next week. No, no, the Rams. So the Rams play. The Rams play that. That Thursday night. Two days from then, yeah. Right. And so, the, so Monday is September 5th, is Labor Day, and September 6th is the start of my diet. I've been looking for a reason to get back on some sort of a real official plan. Why not? I'm in. I would like to invite the community. I'm doing the opposite, though, as you, from you. I want to invite the community. September 6th, we start. Whether you need to lose weight, gain weight, change your lifestyle, whatever it is you want to do, on September 6th, we all commit to each other. Go time. All right. What else you got, Linz? All right. So, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson welcomed their second baby, a boy, via surrogate on Friday. But Khloe has yet to announce a name for her new baby boy because she still hasn't decided what to name him. According to People magazine, the proud mom is holding off on naming her baby because she's, quote, taking her time with the name. She wants it to be perfect. So she's not the only one who's done this. Uh, Chloe's sister, Kylie, still hasn't announced her son's name. And she, in fact, like, she originally announced the name. And then, like, two days later, she's like, wait, never mind. I'm not calling him Wolf. That's not his name. I was just kidding. Because I don't think that Wolf is the right name for him. So... Now, there's a number of celebrities that are not naming their babies, like, right when they're born or, like, shortly thereafter. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you think it's weird to not name a baby right after or shortly after they're born? Swipe left or swipe right? Clinton, you go first. Uh, I don't think it's weird because in many societies, this is what you do. Uh, that's, that's, like, I'm fairly certain that in most, like, Western civilization are the people who presented this idea that you have to have a name immediately when a baby comes out of a bot. Like, that's that's the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like, in in many other places, you don't name a kid until whenever. Like, I think 100 days is what it is in China, and that's what they do with, like, pandas and stuff, too. You know what I'm saying? That's how I know that. But, like, yeah, I'd wait. I mean, if that's, if that's what you want to do, some people let their kids name themselves. You know what I mean? That's how you do it. You just say, all right, pick a word you like, and how do you want to self-identify? I'm fine with it. At least it's not something that starts with a K. You know what I mean? Like, Get out of, getting out of that box is not easy for the Kardashians. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to go the opposite direction, though, of Clinton here. I'm going to say I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's very weird that now this is becoming like a trend of I'm having a baby, but I'm not really sure what the name should be. I, I don't have the right feel for the baby yet to know what the baby's name should be. Like, my four kids, we had the names picked out before each kid was born. We said, if it's a boy, this is the name. If it's a girl, this is the name. And so we had the names picked out. So I feel like you've got all this time to kind of try and come up with a name, especially if you want to get creative. Nine months is a long time to come up with a name. Baby's born. You're like, hey, look, there she is. That Her name is this. So I'm, I'm a little on the other side here. I'm going to go with kind of weird. Yeah. So for what it's worth, I have heard about, about a lot of people changing names. And while I don't have kids, nor do I ever want to have kids, when I got my first dog, Sam, I wanted to name him Jalapeno, but then when I got him, I was like, he looks like a Sam. I had never planned on naming him Sam. I don't know where that name came from, but I saw him, and I was like, he looks like his name should be Sam. Let's let's keep that one in the lab for, same with, for, the, for the dog walk. Tonight, same with okay? Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Same with Chewy. I wanted to name Chewy Reggie, but then when I saw him, and he was like born, and I saw pictures of him, and I was like, oh, he looks like a Chewy. I don't know where that name came from, but you know, I changed it once I saw what he looks like. So I've heard of people changing it once the baby's born, but to like... Go months without naming days or weeks and months without coming up with a name. I feel like that's a little odd. Let us read from FamilyEducation.com. In Greece, some families traditionally wait until the seventh or tenth day after the baby's birth to name them. But traditionally, the eldest boy or girl in the family will be named after their paternal grandfather or grandmother. Chinese, I told you about the Chinese 100-day thing. What else you got? Uh, I'm still reading. (laughs) But my point is that this is in, in a lot of places yeah. like the waiting part is actually considered like a very sort of a very special family time because it's when you sort of establish your identity in the world and you pick something that is otherwise representative of that. It's not like, oh, yeah, look at my, you know, it's, it's, it's a different sort of mindset about the family. Not dissimilar to you, Scott, who said you go with the last natural surprise of not knowing the sex of the baby. It's a very it's a very similar thing to me. My problem is, is that if I would have not named the baby before the baby was born. Like, I might have called the kid pain in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that would have been the name. That's funny. That is funny. But no, or like it's like dude it's, it or like bud, buddy, you know, something like that. Like, people call him, you know, the pet names. I do have a friend that named his kid recently Bear. That's not a bad name. I feel like that's a common, more common name that's, these that's days. That's a very hipster name. Yeah. Bear. Well, his yeah. name is Blair. So they named the kid Bear. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. Not bad. I don't really love it. Not bad. <laughs> so I call him by his real name, which is Oliver. Wait, so is, is it the a guy's nickname? name Oliver or Bear? His name is Oliver Bear. Bear's the nickname. Well, Oliver the middle Bear? name. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> His Oliver name is Bear? Oliver Bear, but he goes out. by Bear. That's coming. By the way, that's coming out September 6th. Oliver, <laughs> Oliver Bear. Bear. Not to be confused with Paddington Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's it's a funny. real name, huh? That's good. That's I like that. But say yeah. what you want to say. Just say it. Nope. Come on, just say it. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. It. That's some white people names right there. <laughs> that's right? not what I was going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Tell us. us. <laughs> I love it. Well played. Well played. All right. There you go. There's a little radio Tinder presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. And by the way, if you've not tried Tequila Mandala by now, dude, it's amazing tequila. Yes, sir. So check it out. All right. Coming up. Are the Rams really going to repeat? Well, most people think not. Let's get to that. Coming up, this is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What do you think about this, Clinton? Banger. Yeah, you like it? Good summer song. So, uh, Sean Mendez turned 24, and Lindsay said to me, do you know who Sean Mendez is? Right. It's a legit question, yeah, I thought. it's fair. And I had to tell her. You had a cheat code. Well, I, I do. There's three daughters. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so, have, have been to and rocked out with Sean Mendez. Nice. Proudly, by the way. Nice. Very well. Speaking of which, um, by the way, the community is putting some pretty pretty funny stuff here he's on no fire no i'm not putting the fact that my cousin is in bruno mars's band on my dating profile it's not a bad idea crypto ray it's not a bad that, idea that will not be happening i also want to give a shout out to siobhan mega listener she says explain what do you mean you don't love live music i don't go out of my way to see live music you know what i do go out of my way to to do watch amateur baseball and any other sporting event that that's where i spend my energy going to see live music is not one of it that's that's all i mean so when you said you went to vegas and you saw your cousin perform in yes. bruno mars's band yes and then you said something about like the next day you were going to see a baseball I game i went to a baseball game what i went to see game? the las vegas aviators the oh. a's triple a affiliate nice ballpark lovely experience las vegas ballpark it's about 15 minutes outside the city went out there said, give me the best ticket you got. They said, you want to sit behind the dish, Mr. Yates? I said, sure. I'll sit behind the dish right behind the umpire. Got out around out there, pressed a little flesh, had some beers. They got a great, uh, dang it, what is their, I can't remember their mascot's name right now. I'll look it up. But, like, they've got a great, like, mascot setup. And because the aviators are obviously pilots. And it's just a, it's a, it's a really cool minor league park. So that's what I spend what my What time was the game? On. 7 o'clock. Yeah, so you know, sun had, sun was going down. Lovely, okay, that's you know, what lovely I was view. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that hot. Yeah. Like Las Vegas is not ready for a big league team. They would have to make a lot of changes, but that vibe was fantastic. Really, get a I lot of people it. to a game. I wouldn't say they got a ton of people to the game, but it was also a situation where the people there liked baseball. You know what I mean? Which is not always the case at minor league baseball. Normally, people are just kind of there because they got something to do. It was a pretty good crowd. Do Do you think that there were more people at this Las Vegas Aviators game? Given that they're the AAA affiliate of the Oakland A's. Then they're worth the Bruno Mars show? No. Oh. Then there are a normal A's game. Probably, yes, actually. That's a great question. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that because I wasn't even in the, in the, in the A's mode. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty full because it was, it was Saturday night. So, you know, that's a night that families get out to the park. Have yeah. you gone out to any minor league ballparks here 
in and around L.A.? I have not. I've gone to a lot of college ballparks around here. I've not been to any minor league parks. No, I haven't. How about like the Rancho Cucamonga? Quakes? I have not been no. to the Cook. I've not been no. there yet. That'll probably be the first one I go to. That's minor league. Yeah, um, in trying California. To, trying to think of. Um, oh gosh, there's another one. Uh, Lake Elsinore, the Lake Elsinore Storm. Not not been there yet. Oh yeah, dude, no, you got to see beautiful yeah. ballparks. Yeah. I mean, beautiful. In fact, when I was driving north to Mammoth, I don't know where it was. There's a couple of things that you see along the way that you just don't know what they are. <laughs> there's a there's about a hundred miles north of L.A., Clinton. Uh huh. There is a uh, and somebody will call and tell us what this is. There is like a um, an airfield of of big ass commercial airplanes, and there must be. I'm not exaggerating when I say hundreds. I mean I, I want to say thousands, right? But I I don't know that I really mean thousands. It's just bigger than you know, right? There, I'm telling you, a hundred miles north of L.A. Before you get into L.A. County, there is this giant like airplane graveyard where planes just look like they're stored. And I'm like, I drove by, and I'm like, and every time I've ever driven by. They're commercial planes or military planes? No, commercial. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? Somebody will call the show, 877-710-ESPN, 877. Am I getting the number right? I don't even know. Yeah. Also, shout out to my man Jonathan Hood, who's over at at ESPN 1000 in Chicago. He's getting a pedicure and listening to the show on the ESPN LA app. Fantastic. So, shouts to Jay Hood. Thank you. Way to go, man. 877-710-3776. Does anybody know what that big airfield is? And by the way, there's a minor league ballpark. Again, north of okay. L.A. as I'm heading up to Mammoth. Is it a functioning one? It looks like it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because a lot like of these teams got consolidated in the last two years. Yeah, so I hadn't thought about that. That's, that's a fact. I had not thought about that. Well, well. All right. So, hey, let me ask you a question. You think the Rams, because I heard Mason in Ireland earlier today. They were out at Rams training camp. We can't get out there this year because they actually practice earlier in the day so that when we're on the air, they're already done for the day. So you think there's any chance that the Rams can repeat as Super Bowl champions? I think there's a really good chance the Rams can repeat as Super Bowl champions because, number one, they were quite good. This was not a team that I thought kind of skated and danced their way to the Super Bowl, regardless of what some people think, which we'll get to in a second. This is a team, and in all seriousness, I'm not breaking out the Sean McVay voice, well-coached, well-organized, quality execution. What more can you ask for in a football team? And you have an ownership that believes in its management and says, we'll find a way to get you what you need. Right. So, I mean, everything on paper says that the Rams have a chance to repeat other than history. Yeah, but, I mean, history, look, history in the NFL is so difficult, too, because the league changes so much from year to year in the NFL, probably more so than any other professional league out there, just in terms of, like, operational tactics and what guys start doing to try to mimic other guys who have had success. I don't see Sean McVay out there acting like other people. I see other people trying to be like Sean McVay. This is not some situation where they lucked up. You know what I'm saying? As some people think, this is a situation where the preparation of this team led them to the top, and I think that has a lot to do with the coach. All right, coming right back then. Earlier this morning on ESPN, Christopher Russo, who's been teaming up with with Stephen A. Smith, explained why the Rams will not win the Super Bowl in back-to-back seasons. We'll have that coming up for you. Plus, now people are calling in about these plain graveyards. I don't know what the deal is. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. CY's in for Shadano. This is Shadano and Cap on 710 ESPN.